Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Twilight Zone. We have some, we have some fabulous panelists to discuss the uh, the news, the issues that are out there that people are ruminating about, becoming hysterical and justifiably so about, and the big lies that you're being told. I, I was just talking to one of our fine panelists, historian and 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 you know, chairman of the Mitch McConnell fan club, that would be Brian Dirks before before we went on the air and, and he was talking about how, you know, the 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 truth, et cetera. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure if Russia's any worse than this country right now, the way the media is covering things. It's just bizarre. But to illuminate and to provide us with perspective and something that you just don't get very much these days, the truth. We also are joined by uh, the stalwart of the Conservative Council, uh, a great political patriot and activist and analyst. Uh, Aaron Stevens is back with us tonight. Hi, Aaron. Well, hello, Jane. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, it wouldn't be right without you. And of course, it wouldn't be right without the skip, the man of the people who goes out there and he tells us what the people are thinking. When I get the most hysterical about people aren't thinking, Skip tells me they are. So I I might have to leave the show because I got a a hundred million dollar contract today from the NBA. (laughs) (laughs) NBA or the NFL? The NBA. I'm, I'm, I'm too light to be in the NFL. (laughs) <laughs> it could be a, it could be a hundred million rubles. That's not going to get you very far. Oh man, you just, yeah. I guess it. I, I guess I should have should have signed with that Russian team. Should I? Yeah, that, yeah. When they went, when you, that really wouldn't fill up your tank. Yeah. But you, you have a Tesla, don't you? <laughs> Everybody does, I've got, right? I've got, I've got two of them. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah his and hers. All right. Let's get to some of the issues yeah, that are happening. Is this where I, was, I was supposed to say I got two of them. <laughs> oh, my hearing is as well as it used to be. Well, according to Pete Buttigieg, who's in charge of all these things, the Secretary of Transportation, a man who uh, really hasn't earned an honest dollar in his entire life and couldn't run a small small town and now thinks he's running everything, um, basically is, 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 is said that everybody, sh- we would solve all these problems, global problems, political problems, war problems, if we all had electric cars. Camilla Harris is over there in, in, in Europe talking about, imagine, imagine if we all had ECs. That's electric cars. You know, she, she's hip. She has, she, I had, to, what is she talking about? ECs. You know, the average electric car costs $57,000. What world do these people live in? Uh, it, it, it's just, it, it's bizarre, but 
It's been an interesting twenty four hours. With, with, <laughs> Pete, Pete Buttigieg, you know, he he could not manage the potholes um, in South Bend, Indiana. So let's just let's just start right there. Um, we we know why um, he is where he's at. Um, he was a pick for um, you know for reasons. Um, we don't necessarily have to spend a lot on this show, but you you can kind of figure it out why Pete Buttigieg is where he's at, why he's he was even remotely considered, um, you know, a candidate for president of the United States. But um, but, but to the heart of it, you know, electric vehicles, of course, you know, you got to remember, it was explained to us over 20 years ago how these windmills were going to save us all. And we saw um, somebody who made billions of dollars in the oil industry in Texas, a big Texas billionaire. Um, uh, T. Boone Pickens um, was the Texas became the largest a producer of windmills, <clears throat> excuse me, in the entire United States <clears throat> and a big, vast, uh, you know, swaths of land of Texas with lots of wind. And it turns out it was a bust. He, you know, of course, he, he's passed on now, but the entire business venture, and he was a good businessman, ended up being a complete waste of time and bust. It does not help the environment. They had to actually install gasoline powered motors on these things because occasionally even in texas they freeze up and it ends up ruining to keep them moving so they don't freeze up they actually have to give them gasoline to move the windmill it's unbelievable this this so this idea that ev is going to help us all well like you said first off you know you know this economy you know we don't we have not added one new job Okay, so this idea that that we've got this full employment, well, we're still not back to where we were pre-COVID um, numbers in terms of the amount of people that are actually not even a, close, not even close to hitting a hitting a time clock. So that so that being the case, I don't know who's running around with an extra sixty k. But if you're if you're, you're it's not a problem. You're not worried about buying a sixty thousand dollar car if you're worried about an extra dollar or two at the pump. So that's a that's a non-issue. If you're talking about simply the environment, which is what uh, Kamala Harris is talking about, she she, she gleefully says that this is kind of a, a twofer or a threefer or a fourfer and you can somehow we're going to save you know the planet by going ev um it it takes a colossal amount of oil to make an electric car and then it takes oil and gas and other energy needs to power that electric car this electric it doesn't come from magic blue fairies or something I, it, you know you actually have to plug it in and that electricity has to come from somewhere well here in the pacific northwest and in the west coast and around the, this country they've been breaching um all these dams so hydroelectric power which is unbelievably renewable we don't have um this you know in in oregon there was op- opportunities for wave energy they've been against it because they don't want stuff on the beach there's thermal thermal power you know because you've got uh um, volcanoes and stuff, they won't let you do that. Nuclear power, well, we know in the Pacific Northwest, they closed that down on the Washington coast and Trojan nuclear power plant, um, you know, and across this nation, they will not let you build it. You know, the, the technology for nuclear is light years ahead of where it was, say, 30, 40, 50 years ago. The, the list goes on and on. So the only thing that has basically saved the American, you know, power grid is natural gas, which is, which um, we had a big boom, which came from fracking, a wonderful American technology. We now find out that if Vladimir Putin was the number one payer of this anti-fracking, um, you know, environmental dollars, you know, we were told that an election was stolen with, I don't know, whatever, 
$2 million worth of Facebook ads. Well, they've got tens and tens of millions of dollars of environmental money spent in anti-fracking propaganda, which isn't true. And that uh, natural gas has actually helped the United States lower its CO2 levels to pre-1990 levels. We're back to the Kyoto kind of numbers that we were looking at, uh, let alone this Paris Climate Accord. The list goes on and on. But but, but ultimately, um, to, to finish off the, the whole thing, this idea that electric vehicles are somehow going to save it, well, you have to build them. You have to have employees to, to even build them if you wanted to. You're using cobalt and all these um, uh, rare earth metals that you have to beg the Chinese for. They won't let us mine them in the United States. Okay, so so to, cut, to have this miracle of your $57,000 you know, Tesla roll off, the, you have to have about 10,000 things happen perfectly to get that car even at that price. Okay, so this is not going to work. Now, in lastly, you're not going to get a Tesla for fifty-seven thousand dollars. You're right, going to get right, a Ford, yeah, right, right. That's, which is know, subsidized gonna... by the government. It is. So my last point is, is they made fun of in depth somebody who knows quite a bit about the oil industry, and that was Sarah Palin, who was a very, um, uh, very productive governor up there in Alaska. And she was the last, the last Alaskan governor that actually had Alaska producing a reasonable amount of oil. And she was known for this drill, baby, drill theme. Okay. And she was made fun of by the likes of, of, you know, Jean Kerry, who, you know, who's our climate czar, um, explaining how she's such an idiot. Even if we did drill, it would take 10 years. Well, we did drill, baby drill. And guess what? The price changed in 18 months and we became the net exporter. And now you're getting misinformation from Saki and everybody else. And, and today from uh, the former vice president of the United States, Joe Biden, I hate calling him the president. And he comes out and says, um, well, you know, we have all time records. That's not true, because if you went in December of 2019, we were at 13. I used to I used to quote the numbers on this show of how many millions of barrels a day we were we were flowing. We're right now at about a million and a half pre, you know, so, so if we're getting whatever, 500, 600, potentially 700,000 barrels from Russia a day, we're down one and a half million from where we were at the election of uh, going into 2020, you know, so, so the, or, you know, so the, the pre-COVID well, numbers and stuff like that. So I just want, you know, I'll let everybody else chime in, but that's, uh, that's my, uh, my bucket of take your EV and shove it. Okay. Skip and <laughs> yeah. Brian, you're out there among the folks and the, what the, if you listen to the mainstream media now, if you listen to uh, uh, the spin doctors, that um, Biden's up eight points in the polls uh, based on his magnificent state of the <laughs> I know. I know. It's unbelievable. Sorry. And, um, I'm sorry. And I, I, I know. And it, it's amazing. Far fewer people watch the speech than normal, yet his, his, his numbers went up far more than normal. I mean, it just does. Of course, he was way down. So I guess that that could explain some of the, uh, the extent of it. But right now, people, this is this is a talking point everywhere. You hear it everywhere. It the gas prices aren't high because of anything Biden did, like you know, basically cutting off our, our production of oil and making us the leader of the world and energy independent for the first time. Uh, and we, and we would have had plenty to provide to Europe, uh, so they wouldn't be dependent on Russia. And by the way, they're not ending their buying of, of resources from Russia. But this is all Trump's fault. Uh, this is this is Trump's fault because uh, uh, 
And and Joe Biden said today, he said, and this is the truth. All everything else you hear is not true. We are we're pumping more oil today than than we than we were uh, in the in the first year of my administration. We're pumping more oil than we were in the first year of the last guy's uh, president. Well, number one, that was right after the Obama Biden uh, presidency, which you know production of oil was way down. Uh, it was. It, it, Trump saved the industry, saved the country, saved the economy, uh, turned things around, gave tax cuts, did all these things, which Joe Biden immediately undid when he got in there. People were starting, you know, his poll numbers down in the low 30s, and uh, they're blaming him. Now, all of a sudden, they the only thing they're talking about in the news right now is this war, and it's all Trump's fault. Is that what you hear down the streets, Skip? Well... I, I'll tell you right, right away, people aren't buying it. People are going to the pump and they're just bitching and complaining about how much they're paying at the pump. And Oh, no, they feel good about it because they're helping yeah, people. What I keep hearing, though, is, is we sure weren't paying this a year and a half ago. <laughs> that, that type of thing. The, the Marist poll, which you're talking about, is an uh, NPR uh, PBS hour, news hour poll. And uh, it, it was considered an outlier. The more reliable polls... Um, it, you know, of course, this could be my opinion too, but just, uh, but from what I'm reading and, and hearing and things, more reliable polls would be like Rasmussen and everything. And for the first two days after the uh, State of the Union, Tuesday and uh, Wednesday, there was about a three point bounce, which disappeared on Thursday and into Friday. So, uh, so we really got maybe a one point bounce, which is nothing. And I would, I would venture to say that within the next week or two, the, that uh, his poll numbers will be even lower than they were before the speech, and that, and then, uh, but you know, there's there's a real quick way to solve this, since we seem to have all these Democrats that are uh, that are pushing this stuff. Let's start a war in the United States because they uh, there's a, another poll that's out that says that Democrats would leave before they fight in the war here in the United States. <laughs> Yeah, might, that might be might be a a, a good move. But okay, so we've but we've got the but the fact is, right? They, they are blaming Trump. Uh, I heard uh, Joy Reid said today that uh, she said the only reason people care about what's going on in Ukraine right now is because the people are Caucasian, Oops. and that. Trump has in, uh, brought racism so much to this country that it's so and, and and brought it back to make be the primary thing that's going on. Most Americans are racist, and that's why they care about this because they see a bunch of white people on their TV screen that they can relate to. If this was if these were people of color, they wouldn't care. I find that so offensive. I can't believe it. It's just it's unbelievable. But Joy Behar fell on her butt. Right in front of everybody, and I thought that was fitting. But uh, you know, just to bring a little logic to the game, and I know don't beat me, but um, if you really want electric vehicles, design a battery that recharges so fast that you can uh, integrate a solar panel on top of your car that will then recharge the battery in real time. We're not there yet. It's as simple as that. We're not even that, close. Well, but, you know, I, uh, you know, we can mock electric vehicles all day long, but if that happens, 
that then is the capitalist way to do away with um, uh, fossil fuels. So now it, it um, let me let me pose media, this question think, to you. Let me ask you this, Brian. Um, one of the things we're finding out more about what goes into an electric car, and it doesn't have the same oomph, and it doesn't, but it, you know, it does. If you have got a Tesla, it's a pretty dang nice car. But, uh, but how are we going to charge? If everybody has one of these things, how are we going to charge them? Where do we get the energy? Windmills don't charge batteries. Windmills and and you know, uh, solar it doesn't generate enough to. Uh, do the cars that we have now? Buttigieg is going to build all these batteries all over the place, all over the country, so people can charge up. It's things like coal, fossil fuels, uh, nuclear, uh, hydroelectric, as Aaron pointed out. These are the things, all of which the left hates and does everything to uh, undermine. Where did they think it comes from? They sure don't think it comes from God. Uh, so, so where do they think electricity comes from? They don't well, apparently, it looks like we're going to get it from Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, uh, and all the bad players, uh, Iran, around the world, so that we don't have to be blamed for stinking Saudi up. Saudi Arabia hasn't returned Biden's calls. <laughs> Nobody's returning his calls. I know. That's the reality. But then again, um, again, once the technology is there, now that's a problem with this whole um, thing, electric car business. They're putting the cart before the horse. When gasoline was invented, they hadn't invented the internal combustion engine. If you really want a wonderful trip back to um, 1890, go down to Brooks Steam Up. Uh, Oh, Oregon, yeah. every August, first couple of weekends, and you will see the progression of, of from nothing to something to power. And it's awesome. It, it's just a mind blowing thing. But again, they invented gasoline first, then the engine. So the pro- problem with Buttigieg and Biden, and I got to say, wow, Biden is willing to die on this environmental hill. Who are his handlers? I mean, what God are they praying to? I, Biden is killing people because of his environmentalist wacko adherence. He won't allow. Now, what Jen Psaki said, obviously, is the first page of every war book, including the Democrats, propaganda. Right. Propaganda is equally as important as bombs. And so the media figured that out, you know, decades ago and they, they've owned it and they're good at it. And so she's just applying it. And like Skip said, the people aren't buying it, but it doesn't matter for some reason. Like Putin. Biden just goes out there and pukes out some words thinking the media will sell it for me. Sorry, Biden. Um People are dying because of you. Now, if there were some real pushback from people other than Trump, Jim Jordan, Rick Scott, and others, wow, imagine how this war would look against the Democrats. So, Jane, a couple of, couple of things. I want to I get, get the Joy Reid thing, but I want to you know, piggyback a little bit on what, what Brian said. Um, 
the technology with regards to solar, okay, it's probably doubled in the last 15, 20 years in terms of the amount of power per the, you know, the, the quality of cells and these sorts of things. Sure, it's doubled. You, that, that, and that's great. Okay, it's, so, so it's times two. It could be times 100 and it would not be enough. This idea that you could put a solar panel on top of your Tesla is silly. You, I mean, and, and this isn't a Brian thing. I'm not talking about him. He's, he's a very smart guy. I'm talking about the, the, anybody who believes that this is, this is, is, I mean, you could have a solar panel on top of your Tesla for a month and you might get half a day worth of driving. It is, it just literally does not put out even close. As a matter of fact, Tesla was designing um, an 18 wheel a trucker a truck that could run for you know about a million total miles um it would be an ev vehicle i think they were looking at maybe 600 miles um it would be the range of a truck like that and it was going to try to be able to fast charge the amount of power that it would end up having to take was something astonishing like the amount of electricity for 2,000 houses you know, to go into one, like what would be the quality of like an 18 wheeler. It's just when, when people, they, they don't understand how electricity works. I'll just make it real simple. When you're charging your cell phone or your TV or things like this, you know, you could take your, your microwave, you could have, you know, I don't know, like four or five microwaves to one curling iron, or you could use 10 television sets to one curling iron um, or a, a blow. People don't know what, how electricity the BTUs are actually made and the amount of electricity that it takes to move, you know, a you know, cause she's talking about school buses is what Kamala Harris is talking about. These are heavy things. And to get any kind of range and stuff, it's just simply not there. You can plug it in and you can build the batteries, but again, disposing of those batteries is difficult. They're very heavy. So it takes extra, you know, um, it takes extra power to be able to move something that's so dang heavy. And again, those rare earth mountains, it's just, you know, like Brian said, the technology is not there. Not only is it not there, I don't think it's going to be there for some time, but back to Joy Reid, this person, is probably the most racist person on television. She needs to be brought off the t- television. This idea that Ukrainians, the only reason we're interested in what's going on there is because they're Caucasian, like you said, Jane, is, co- is beyond completely offending. There might be a couple of other components there that maybe you don't know about, Joy Reid, um, with regards to this area of the universe. You know, this is where world wars the you know <laughs> have been started, not to mention the fact that Ukraine is the largest nuclear um, power to have ever gotten rid of nuclear weapons and now is being attacked by arguably the the country with the most nuclear weapons in the entire world. There's a whole lot going on here. And then um, again, Joy Reid, I don't know if it has to do with Caucasians or transgenders or what, but when I go down the street and I, I paid $5.15 a gallon yesterday for fuel, um, for diesel, and... Um, I think it has a little bit to do with that. And, uh, you know, I mean, you know, we're looking at a a country like Ukraine, which might have been, you know, probably got the worst. I mean, more Ukrainians died. I mean, Japan had nuclear bombs dropped on it. Tokyo was bombed. Japan didn't have it like Ukraine had it in World War II. So there's kind of a bit going on there, but she's not a big brain power anyway. How she even has a television show, um, I'm shocked. She should have been yanked a long time ago. Well, uh Stephen Colbert said, "I don't mind paying. I don't mind paying. Uh, you know, fifty dollars yeah, a gallon of gas. If, 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 if he makes sixteen million dollars a year, he doesn't care about what normal people what if they have to pay fifty dollars a gallon. And they're saying it, it could easily triple uh, very shortly, based based on this. The other thing that that's going around that that really is is making me nervous because a lot of Republicans are espousing it 
is this we should enforce uh, the no-fly zone. We're that's world war, folks. We do that. We're in world war, uh, and and yet I don't see. And now this is a debate to provide these MIGs. Uh, so that uh, Poland has them, we have some, uh, but they don't want to provide them directly because Russia might attack them. Uh, so they, so they'll, they'll bring them into Germany, but they won't deliver them. The United States has to deliver them. Well, the United States doesn't have any leadership, and they don't. They don't want to tick off Putin. I mean, it's just it's it 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 sounds like the third grade. And the, and the whole future of our planet is at stake. It's very frightening. Yeah. It just gets crazier every day, doesn't it? Yeah, it just, uh, but it kind of go back to the uh, to the uh, uh, electric cars and stuff too. What do you? What happens if you run off into a ditch or the side of the road or something that's cold out and you can't uh, can't move the car? Don't those cars have to move in order to produce? Uh, and, and use whatever energy they've got. So, in other words, like if um, if you if it was zero degrees outside and you go off the road, can you run your heater to keep yourself warm in an electric car? I don't know the answer. Or, or what happens if you run out of uh, you, know, you know with the drag and everything, like drag coefficients on all those things, uh, and the more things you add into it, if you're listening to the radio, if you're doing this, you're doing that, the faster that power is going to be gone. And the people that I know that have run electrical type vehicles said the the actual charge when you start out is never the correct reading, or at least it hasn't been in their case, to what what is actually left. Uh, I just think of some of these small small vehicles I see around here. The neighbor had one. He'd run it back and forth to Intel where he works at, which was a total of four or five miles away. And uh, he said, yeah, there's a lot of times that I had what looked like a half a half a charge. And he says, I'd have to call my wife to come and get me because I was within, was within a mile of home and didn't make it. You know, just uh, so. Well, that that is one that. of the big things. That most, I mean, <clears throat> Tesla has a bigger capacity because it's a more expensive car. Sure. But Elon Musk, the founder of, of, and of the most successful uh, electric car, he says we need to drill. We need well, to yeah. get, we have to get it. And he makes, he, I wish he was in charge. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's. It's just absurd. And then they get up and they lie to us about what things were. And, and then the, they get their spin doctors out there to blame this all on Trump. And, and uh, that, that great bastion of, of intellectual who just gave him off of her uh, suspension for not thinking the Holocaust was had anything to do with racism. Uh, Gold, uh, Whoopi uh, Goldberg, she's saying, well, you know, this is. This is all Trump's fault. This is this is just trying. And Joe Biden comes in there, and, and he had to bring NATO back together because because Trump tore it all apart, and he had to bring it back together and save the world. That's what she said. Did you hear Trump's Propaganda. idea? Did you yeah. Hear what, what he said the other day. From should, Moscow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, said uh, take take some uh, rafters and put the. Uh, uh, Chinese flag on the back of them going and just take yeah. out Moscow and then blame it on the Chinese. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, he did that. You know, I, I gotta, I've got to interject some pos- possibly good news. And right, it, it might let's be do it. a reversal on this um, environmental stuff. Has anybody else heard that Germany is going to restart those three 
nuclear power plants and they're going to fire up their coal plants. And they're I still going to buy from Russia. I heard it. And they're not going to buy. No, they canceled Russia. They canceled their oil from Russia. I, I, I thought I read that. I'm sorry. All right. I could be wrong. I'm never wrong. This could be the first. <laughs> Mark down the date, Aaron. And the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I mean, if Germany, I mean, they, they were the headlong. Oh, yeah. Just uh, we're going to just cut down. We're going to make old people decide whether to eat or or freeze to death. Yeah. We you only care about them because they're white. You don't care about them because they're Caucasian. You don't care if they starve or their kids. Are, you know. I hate myself. I'm sorry. I know, well, as you should. We, we should just look back at Joy Reid and say you only want him to die because you're Caucasian. Yeah, they, they, and, and of course we'd be called racist for saying that. It's, it's just, it's bizarre. Well, but it's okay because out of the, out of the, from out from the bottom of the pit, the recycling bucket or the yard debris, they've crawled out. The Clinton Foundation is back. The Clinton Initiative, which is their fundraising wing. And we know they have good contacts in Russia. Remember that reset that Hillary had? And she was always giggling around Putin. Uh, and, of course, she used the Russians to to uh, uh, claim that uh, Trump was colluding with them. We all know that that was a big lie. But they're out there, and they're going to save Ukraine, and they're going to raise a whole bunch of money to do so. And, and they're back. Because, as we know, the Clinton Foundation dried up. As soon as she was no longer Secretary of State, he was an ex-president, she lost to Trump. Uh, they were gone, and nobody was giving them money anymore. Now they're opening up the funnels again, and it's time to buy the Clintons. Which uh, the they, first thing They must they have blown through all well, that Haitian money they stole during that last well, earthquake. But, but the first thing, the first thing to look at here is if the Clinton Foundation is open and they're going to be doing anything with Ukraine or Russia or anything, there's money there to be stolen. You know, because that's the, they're going to steal the money. That's it. That's all they're good for. And Absolutely. I, I wish it was. I wish it was just that. Um, that's optimistic. I, I I fear, and 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 maybe, in, and I don't think she'd be successful. The only reason that this this is opening back up is is she's exploring making a run. Nobody. When when she was out of power and had no hopes for power, and she was on her tour, that I mean, it was the Russians. I mean, it was it was James Comey. I mean, it was uh, it was a ra- it was it was a sexism, and and it was this, it was that. I mean, she had she had an excuse every single week as to why she lost. Okay, she's walking around taking pictures, you know, and stuff of you know, or it was uh, it was Anthony Wheeler. It was you know, n- name it, you know, or, or or not Wheeler, but um, you know, what I'm saying Anthony yeah, Wiener. Wiener. Yeah, Wiener, Wheeler, they're all the same. But back to my point anyway. Um, uh, I've never the, heard of a more perfect name, though. Right, right, right. He, boy, what a Wiener. All right, so so the point is, yeah. is that the only reason anybody would be donating any money is the same reason why you would ever donate to the big guy who's taking 10% with Hunter yeah, Biden. Absolutely. Is, is that, is that you think that you're going to get something for it. So if she is not any position of power anywhere, so my, she likely will either end up with a position in, um, in the uh, Biden administration where she would have some power or she might run for office. 
So those are the those are the only reasons why anybody would donate to her to her foundation. Um, Bill Clinton, you know, he's he can't his speaking tour capabilities are not there, you know. So so it has something else to do with something else. Nobody, yeah. Ukraine isn't going to pay him half a million dollars for a ten minute speech again. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you. I think Ukraine's got other problems they need to deal with. <laughs> no, but it's. It, yeah, I gotta I gotta agree. Uh, Aaron makes a great point. Uh, the only reason that Hillary's coming forward is because she sees either a a presidential or a future secretary of state or future whatever. But uh, there's money to be made when you're in connection with a Democrat administration. So uh, and 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 as well, it offers her a little bit of uh, uh, defense. Okay, so since she's out there blabbering, uh, naturally, the media is somebody says something, the media is going to run to her because she's, uh, you know, above there. She's above the water. And they're going to ask what she thinks. And, you know, and that's how the media rolls. And it doesn't matter how idiotic it sounds. They're going to they're going to sell it. And uh, it's going to sound it's uh, interesting. Yeah, she's going to sound you know, all she's got to do is say the and 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 she sounds better than Biden does. Well, but the thing that's that and I will close up the topic on this, but. This is the same thing that they did with COVID. It became all we talked about. It became an excuse to control us, legislate us, tell us how to behave, what to do, when to do it. Be happy that you're paying, you know, $100 every time you fill up your car with gas because it's patriotic and it's helping those poor people in Ukraine. And you you shouldn't be so selfish uh, as to not uh, understand that. And and, and people cheer when they hear that. Uh, Stephen Colbert said that. They said, oh, yeah, that's great. I'll pay more for gas to help those poor people. Um, and everything's going to be, it's all going to be geared on we're, you know, a nation at war. And we can't talk about these other things. And who cares about Hunter Biden? And who cares, cares about uh, inflation? And who cares about the borders? And all these things go away. And we're going to tell you what to think, how to think it, and we're going to feel, and you're going to live in complete fear. It's not going to work. You know, because you can't, you can't say, uh, like, now you're out there right now, you're at your job, and they just gave you a nice raise because you stuck with them and everything. Say you're making $20, $20 an hour, and that was kind of the top of the range uh, a year ago, or a year and a half ago, and you got up there really quick because you stuck, stuck, stuck around. Now they're giving you $30 an hour. You're saying, woohoo, boy, did I ever cut a big fat one there and I'm glad I stuck with them and everything. Now you're going to the gas pump and you're paying out half of that in fuel costs with between your, your gasoline, your, your home fuel, your, uh, you know, your electricity and everything. You're going to the grocery store. There goes another 25% of it. You've got your, uh, uh medical costs have all gone up and, and that type of things. Anything the kids are doing, your entertainment and everything like that has all gone up. Wait a second. I just got, you know, um, uh, say a, a basically a 50% raise on my salary and I'm going backwards. I can't make it fast enough. Plus they're raising my taxes. And, uh, so what did they do to you? What did they do? They send yeah. you money. They make well, you more dependent. That's why I, I see this pattern. It's the same thing they did with COVID somewhere, but, but you, you see your home uh, people, people just aren't that stupid. Uh, the normal people, 
and and uh, and and fortunately, we have more normal people than we have anything else right now. Now, you might be uh, snorting cocaine in a or whatever they're taking nowadays in these tents and stuff that are around there. But the guy that's out there that's working, uh, you know, I, I talk to people all the time. I talk to some of them that are very, very liberal, but they're sitting there going, well, you know, they can't, they know in their paychecks how far that paycheck is stretching. And they're not happy. They're not happy with the cost. They, they may be trying to blame somebody else, but eventually they're going to, they're going to look around and just say, wait a second, I was making this much when Trump was in charge. And I realized it's going to be a real stretch for him. But I could pay the rent and I could do this. I was putting a little bit away and I was having a good time at the show and everything. All of a sudden, well, I I don't even I'm not even going to the show because most of them weren't open now. I've been wearing a mask for a year and a half for two years. I'm making more money and I don't have anything. You know, and pretty soon people are going to go, wait a second. You know, uh, where's my mean tweet so I can complain? You know, it's just it, 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 they're just oh, but but you've been cut off Twitter. You've been cut well, off yeah. Facebook. I mean, yeah. I mean I, 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 these things sound, but that's that's what they're doing in Russia. It's happened to us. I mean, they do it to us, and and a lot of other people. If they don't agree with you, they 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 silence you. Look at this big truck convoy. There's no, there's hardly any coverage of it all, at all. It's in the outskirts of DC now. The only things you basically hear about it are bad things. It, it, you need to look at alternative well, uh, alternative uh, media. No, but, but I'm, I'm trying. I, I, I saw the alternative media. I'm talking about what most people get to see when they watch the news. They don't even know what's happening. Well, I got to say something about most of those people who watch the news. They don't vote. Now, break it down. All right. 15% of America. And I'm talking total children, old people. Vote for freedom. 15% vote against freedom. Those numbers go clear back to the Revolutionary War. And we won against the Brits. I'm just saying, we don't need, we don't really care what people think and what they hear. It's how people vote. And that's, that's the only thing we've got other than protests and I'm on the Fox News website and I'm looking for the truck convoy. And, you know, if I, I'm so disappointed with Fox News, it's, it's pathetic. And and again, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed with right wing media, for example, Revolver and the January 6th business. Revolver did pictures and audio of FBI cooperation tearing down the do not cross tape, tearing ground down the little fence, and then breaking through the barriers. Revolver did an extensive pictures and audio. None of the right-wing media made any kind of a deal out of it. And I'm scratching my head thinking, what are these people doing like PJ Media and <coughs> excuse me, Hot air and and all these guys. Why aren't they saying, "Wow, we've got something here. This is top top of the hour stuff." But no, and I, I kind of think that I hate to say it, but our team doesn't read each other's stuff, and they just look at their belly button. They look at whatever their sources are, and it's all brand new news the day in day out. 
I mean, this revolver article is just, it just blows that January 6th committee out of the water. Period. Yeah, I saw that. And our and team is letting good. it go. No, I, I know. They're all, it's just it's just amazing to watch, and that's why I, I see this sort of the same. It's the same pattern of the of the same thing with. Uh, I mean, look at Joe Biden. Joe Biden c- couldn't couldn't buy a boat in the primaries until the you know the establishment all rallied around him, got a prominent African American civil rights leader to endorse him. He wins. He you can't stop him. I mean, how does that happen? How does this guy that that, that nobody's going to vote for all of a sudden is winning all the primaries? It just, just okay, doesn't I, happen. I, I gotta, I gotta say something. Wisconsin is breaking news like crazy right now. A hundred percent of the old folks' homes voted. That never happens, and the and the numbers were astonishingly strong for Biden. That doesn't happen with old people, and yet I don't see it on Fox News. Tucker actually mentioned it last night, and yeah, he, he even said he was shocked. He was shocked. What? I'm shocked. Wait, what? We've been following this for months. Arizona, Pennsylvania, um, Atlanta. And uh, I mean, we're missing. But, such it, gets, an but it, gets you, it gets you knocked off Facebook. It gets you knocked off of YouTube if you do it. I mean, the show is suspended for 90 days, probably forever. I don't care. But uh, uh, talking about voter fraud, this is a nice transition to issue number two. Bill Barr. You know what I think of him? Uh, not much. I think he was in there to destroy Trump, and I think he did a very good job of it. Uh, he was very good at it. I call him Iago. But he's got a new book out there, and it trashes Trump, most all 600 pages. And, um, and, and the big story that he wants out there is that he told Trump when he was trying to make all these claims about voter fraud that it was bull blank. And uh, that he and and Trump was real mad at him, but he didn't care and um, and stuff. And and he kept telling him that he he, uh, you know, that there was not no evidence of it at all. And that, you know, that was very damning when that happened. That was like the it was because, you know, bar all of a sudden the the left embraced bar, the never Trumpers were you know having parties for him again. And the, the whole thing, his mission accomplished. Yet now he's asked, if he were attorney general right now, would he prosecute the president for January 6th? He says, no, he didn't break any laws. He also asked if he, uh, you know, if uh, would you vote for him again? He said, well, I don't think he should be the nominee, but if he's a Republican nominee in 24, I'll vote for him. What's going on, folks? Trying to sell a book. Yeah, well, that's, I think Brian's got it. He is. I think Brian's exactly right. There. It's as simple as selling a book. Um, and he and he's later on in his life and in his career. But the problem with with William Barr is um, he, he was considered um, um, to be very excellent, you know, at what he did and and sort of above the fray. But um, he's a swamp creature. And, and even if you aren't a swamp creature, you become one when you live um, in and around those people. And it doesn't matter if you, you know, maybe you don't go to the cocktail parties, maybe you don't drink and you don't, you know, you know, hang out with these folks, but just simply having them all in your office. And, you know, maybe this is not dinners, but maybe it's luncheons or golf or whatever it is. The point is, is you're sitting over there for 30 years. It just, it, it just, it changes your head. And, um, you know, he, 
no, is Aaron, like. Let, let me ask this next question. Okay, let's. I I, I buy all that because that it, it's very infectious and it's 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 the culture, and if you don't like it, you leave it. But he was attorney general, and uh, he was a bushy, and the whole thing, uh, highly regarded. Uh, he's obviously brilliant. He's a very smart man. I mean, the way, the way he handled those senators and stuff, he just, I mean, he just was at least 50 IQ points on all of them, maybe more than that. Um, it was, it was just, it, it was, he's very, very good. And we, he stood up and fought on certain things. He certainly took on the Mueller case well. He's the one that p- appointed Durham. Uh, and so, we often wondered why would this guy who was a very successful practice had made a lot of money too, was retired, had a, you know, a, a good family an active life and all this stuff come out of this to work for Donald Trump. And when the light went on for me was he was in there to destroy Donald Trump. He wasn't there to, I thought he went in there because he didn't like what was going on with the justice department with Comey I mean, he, he, he was beloved Justice Department. He was Attorney General of the United States. He, you know, he wanted to clean things up. He didn't like what happened with Sessions or with the swamp what was going on or with that. He just wanted to go in there and get things back in order. But the good people, like we always talk about in the FBI uh, and, and et cetera, and in the Justice Department. Yeah, he, he went in there and, you know, get every slowed down things that needed to be slowed down fast track thing did, that needed to be done and then became the absolute arbiter that put a, a nail in the coffin of any effort to find out what the real vote was. I'm reading uh, right now, Bill Barr on Brett Barr, Brett Bear, And Brett Bear said, is spying on Trump, is that, uh, is that a crime? And Bill Barr goes, well, that depends on the motivation of the FBI people involved. Yeah. All right. Enough said. Uh, you don't need to go any further. Hell yes. I mean, look what Nixon got impeached and destroyed about. He wasn't impeached. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. He was not impeached. He was not removed. But again, uh, he would have been. Well, he would, I mean, that's basically what the Republicans went up the hill and said to him, you got to get out. We can't back you. Oh, yeah. Well, that was the old Rockefeller Republicans. Those were the liberal oh. Republicans that grew the government. They were as much Democrat as they were Republican. It was like a 59 or I mean, a 51, 49. Those were the Republicans of the day. They were not conservatives. Well, the leader of the delegation was Barry Goldwater. So, um I, I, I just, you know, I, I think they did the right thing. I, I do. I think Nixon should have resigned. I think he, he messed with the system. He broke the law. He's the president of the United States. He, he should have resigned. I think Bill Clinton should have resigned, too. But the, the system didn't work because it was a liberal I think Obama Democrat. should have resigned. I think Biden should resign. Well, Biden's a crook. Biden's a total, total crook, and it's it, it and he's incompetent. Oh, well, but why is nobody connect? Why, Brian? Why is nobody connecting the dots on the the timidness of Joe Biden with the Russians and what they have on him? I mean, he, this is so he he doesn't want to. Uh, 
he tread softly. He didn't. He stopped sending stuff to them that they could have used early on. They stopped the training that Trump was doing. They now they're saying Trump stopped it all. Trump did not stop it all. It was ongoing when he was president. It was one of those things that he undid with an executive order. Uh, Biden did. This is this is he takes credit for what Trump did right, and everything that he does wrong, he blames on Trump. It is interesting that they say, well, Biden isn't himself. The handlers, the puppet string pullers are him. Um, I think a couple of those puppet string pullers are China and Russia. They have dirt on him and they can make him dance. And again, um, that is the definition of a high crime and, and misdemeanor. High crime doesn't mean Oh, you murdered somebody. High crime means a crime in a high position, like the president. That is a definition of high crime. It is not murder, rape, torture. It is you did something that looked bad to the leadership of America and brings the the, the valid validity down. Biden is all the above. And so his blackmail to i mean is he being blackmailed by iran i i just this whole iran deal what's going on there now again he needs russia that's obama obama, he needs, obama wants that he, back he wants he needs russia to get the iran deal which means that i mean whether uh, Russia has absolute dirt on him, which I'm sure they do, because that one oligarch's wife gave Hunter Biden three and a half million bucks. Excuse me. Uh, you owe me. So that's just one thing that he got busted on. But so there's blackmail. There's a co- collusion. Oh, I want to get the Iran deal de- done. So I'm not going to badmouth you, Russia. I'm going to roll over anything you want. You got it. And they and they're asking. Oh, for man. Meanwhile, while we're doing all this stuff, we're asking Russia for help with Iran to get a, to get that deal back. The one we flew, up, you know, billions in 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 cash over. I mean, it's just. But that that's Obama. Obama wants that back. He was so mad that Trump had undid that. He was so mad. I just wonder. I just wonder. Does McConnell still think that Biden's doing a good job on Ukraine? Oh man, you know, you guys gotta, you know. This is coming. A lot of the stuff is coming from within side, too. And uh, you got to realize that China and Russia and all those guys with all the stuff that they've been doing for all those years have have the goods on all those people like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and uh, McConnell and all those guys. And so uh, and those guys are all slime balls, too, when it comes to applying pressure. But I do want to correct one thing, though, Jane, that um, basically the uh, the president appoints the uh, attorney general. But the attorney general does not – he works at the pleasure of the president but does not work for the president. Uh, in other words, he, he's supposed to be an <laughs> independent person, as we can see with Merrick Garland, you know, and, and um, oh, the yeah, wingman for Obama. Eric Holder. He was for yeah. independence. No, uh, yeah. Come on. I mean, that, well, that's I, – I know, but, but, but I'm just saying that, that Barr probably came closer to that. No, than no, all no. Guys. <laughs> he's just yeah. using logic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. I forgot. I, I lost my head there first. Yeah, but um, Aaron, you want to you want you want to wrap? You want to want to comment on this topic? 
Yeah, you know, um, the attorney general has a lot of power. You know, you know, I think people started to realize when you go all the way back to, um, you know, Robert F. Kennedy, you know, just just how much power we're talking about in that in that position. And, you know, Donald Trump, you know, it's amazing how much work he actually got done when he was basically being impeached from the second. You know, we got Russian collusion from second one. We got Jeff Sessions, which is ridiculous, and William Barr that was working against him, too. I mean, how in the universe we even got, you know, I mean, whether it be the, you know, the, the accords over there in the Middle East, um, uh, the Abraham Accords or, you know, you know, being able to deal with North Korea or, or you know, whatever it is. But, but the point is, with, with Attorney General, it's just a massively, a very powerful position, you know, so powerful that, that Merrick Garland, who was just mentioned, can can go after parents as school boards, you know, now they're going to try to go after cryptocurrency and everything else. I mean, it's 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 shocking how important that position is. Um, the next Republican um, uh, nominee likely will be Trump or, you know, maybe it'll be DeSantis or who, who knows um, th- this. We need to know ahead of time and there needs to be a litmus test. I know this is something that, oh, well, you know, we shouldn't ask this of Supreme Court justices. We shouldn't ask this of the attorney general. Uh, fooey, fooey with that. OK, I and, and I don't know that I want some big. You know, before I used to think this way that I wanted somebody with all this experience. I want I want somebody with a spine, you know, to use a, a, a Brianism. I want I want somewhere or even a Michelle Bachman, you know, she's you know, titanium spines. OK, and, and we do. And I don't care if it's I don't care if it's a used car salesman. I don't care who it is. You know, I don't know that I want some kind of a Harvard, Yale political walk that's been there for 30 years. I, I probably don't. Um, and, and I think that we need some litmus test with regards to this position. And William Barr is 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 well. That that's man. what I admired about Elliot Richardson when he wouldn't fire the special prosecutor. He stood up and he did the right thing, even though the president told him to do it. That and I agree. The attorney general should be uh, the the law should be there, but they shouldn't be in there to sabotage or undermine uh, the president of the United States from day one. And I think Barr was. I, I really am convinced of was it. it. Was it part of the problem that the swamp didn't want, uh, obviously they didn't want Trump to be successful, but the other problem too is with, with the agenda that uh, Trump put in, had he been, had he actually been able to have his presidency and have people working with him, do you realize that we, that first off, you know, he would still be in there, obviously, and that uh, people would be looking and saying, we just like Aaron was saying, I don't want to, I don't want to politics anymore. I want somebody who gets the job done, and that's what would have happened. You would have, you, you would have seen something running like a smooth, well-organized business, and uh, and there are certain perks and things going on with that. It raises all the, uh, you know, the, the tide raises all the boats that go with it, and we'd have been, uh, we would have been in a better position, you know, just far better position right now. And um, the people that were that that we seem to be having that are kicking our butts right now, the Chinese. And, and then uh, you're looking at the Russians with holding us at gunpoint and all this. Those people, their economies would have been in shambles. They'd have probably been out by now because they were right on the teetering point when, that, when, when the uh, fraud in the election took place. Yeah, it 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 it, it is it, it is. You do want some people with with some spine, but remember how many people, and we all heard it all the time. Oh, I, you know, yeah, Trump does some good things, but he's just so, he's so, everything's so chaotic and everything's so, such a mess and his tweets and he's tacky and it's just all, 
all this stuff. And and I'm just tired. I'd like to have just go back to normal when we, you know, we hear from the president every few months, but not every day. And it's, it's just, a, well, how you how's that working out for you, folks? I mean, how's that working out for you? Trump got things done because he was brash, because he uh, zeroed in and and didn't do the slow uh, bureaucratic way. He took no prisoners. He went in and he did stuff. He kept his promises as much as he I've never seen a politician keep as many promises as Donald Trump did. Um, he was he was unusual and he did have some some things that were untraditional. But that's that's what we need. We need somebody that's going to go in there. You've got this addle-brained, corrupt uh, idiot in there now who's, who's walking around through the motions. He's controlled, but he's also got his own – I mean, I, I think that blueprint in Afghanistan was his. It had all the makings of, of everything he's ever come up with in a foreign policy. And the reason the former defense secretary, Gates, said he's never been right about any foreign policy in 50 years. Um it, it, the man is is incompetent, and, and in his best days, he's completely incompetent. Now, it's um, it, it's like the movie being you know, there. It goes back to what Rush said for years and years and years. It, the, the Republicans would come to Rush back when he would go to Washington. He had his hearing, and he'd go there to the dinners. And they said, Rush, when are we going to get rid of those Christians and those gun toters? Yeah. D- D.C. is uh, a country in its own. and The country club. Yeah. And, and, um, and the sad thing is, well, I was just reading something about the Whig Party. I, I, I read a wishful thinking article I loved that the Democrat Party is going to emulate the Whig Party and they're going to die. Now, I know wishful thinking. The guy didn't say it was wishful thinking. He actually believed what he was saying. But he's saying that the Whig Party was the D.C. swamp of the day. They were for big government, big banks, big swells, big business. And yet they were so out of touch with the working people that uh, Andrew Jackson came in there and he connected with working people. And lost the first one, but he won the second one, won the third one. And it, it got so bad for the uh, um, Whigs, they had for a one-note samba. They hated Andrew Jackson. Does that sound familiar? Anyway, and they died. They went away. They split. Now, it could happen. It just could happen. The Democrat Party, the way I think this could happen is that um, – uh, Rashid Tlaib gave the um, State of the Union uh, response, and she spent the whole time recruiting people. She kept bragging about her new party, the uh, Workers People Party or something to that effect. Worker, And she was talking about how we'll make life great, and if you join us, the Democrat Party, I wishful thinking, I'm going to predict it, though. They're going to grenade. Well, you know, they certainly were on on fast track to do that prior to this this whole thing in the Ukraine, and uh, it, it the narrative has changed. Uh, they dropped the mask and the vaccine mandate uh, just the day before the State of the Union. Everything. I mean, it, it shows how shallow and meaningless it was. It was all just timed, and it was dragging them down the polls. 
But the interesting story and this whole thing with the uh, dropping the buying of the Russian oil. Biden was with Seda, we're buying it because it's going to cause the gas prices to go through the roof and da 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 da. And people don't want that, blah, blah, et cetera, et cetera. He was not going to have anything to do with it. The, the folks were going home to their districts and the gas prices were really resonating badly for the Democrats. And those are the kinds of things that people vote on. You know, when when the Republicans were in charge, I was paying two bucks a gallon. When when I now paying five, and, and Lord knows what it will be by election day. But uh, Nancy Pelosi switched. She was getting so much grief from her own party members that they wanted to uh, to to stop selling, you know, buying the oil, and and so and. The Obama White House did not want to cave, but they did. And um, politically, I think it probably was a smart move. I think people think, why should we buy Rush from Russia when when they're, you know, putting the whole world at war? Um, I I think it was it was a pretty good move. And he's taking, you know, we've got to care about those people and blah, blah, blah. It's it's. but he didn't want to do it. They didn't want to do it. Obama didn't want to do it. But they did it. You know, Jane, um, a long time ago, I'm going to drop back just a little bit here. A long time ago, I read an article um, that, that involved President Reagan. And there was a guy talking about how uh, they were just, uh, they were so upset with, they thought Reagan had some real mental problems because they went to him and they said, Mr. President, here's some major issues that we could handle during your presidency. And uh, so you need to pick one of these. And, then, uh, and here's a bunch of minor issues that you can uh, that you can have impact on. We'll let them kind of play out. And maybe one or two of them get solved. And they said, now, what choice do you want to take? And Reagan says, yeah, let's do them. And, uh, and the, the guy says, I walked out of the room and I was just confused. In that, in that he says, hey, the man did not get it. That during the presidency, you pick a major item. And that's what you focus on. And you have a couple minors and then you just talk about the rest of the stuff. And that's the, that's the, see, we're kind of going back to that. He didn't have that with Trump. Trump was, was a person that could uh, multitask and look at different things and, and keep them all uh, compartmentalized so he could handle the things. And now you're back to uh, what, what basically the Democrats are doing right now. Well, we'll have to get the money out. Joe, Joe Biden can't handle ordering ice cream. Well, I know, but even his, even his, uh, his administration, the people who are working for him, they're looking at one thing. And, well, let's let's have the COVID thing. Oh, the COVID thing's going down. Let's get rid of that now. Let's uh, now now it's the thing with uh, the mask mandates. And, well, hey, that's going down. Let's get rid of those now. And that now we'll have the war. So they're handling one thing at a at a time, and uh, and they're trying to pound it, pound it, pound it, and. Uh, I see that as I think that could be their downfall. I think that's interesting because this this affects so many things when you affect the economy and usually a party and a president is is that's usually the number one issue on how people vote. And if they're not happy with the economy, that party suffers if they're in charge and they're in charge of everything. So. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about uh, President Trump and his uh uh, new social media. I'm going to ask you a question. How much confidence do you have that Trump's new social media will succeed on a one to five basis for one being it's doomed before it begins or five 
Once the kinksuit works out, it will explode and it will rival Facebook and Twitter. Aaron, what do you think? I'm probably just shy of a four. Um, Donald Trump is no dummy. He's got a lot of the financial backing. He's got some smart people. Um, you know, they kind of did this mostly the right way. Um, a lot of social media, you know, is is trendy anyway. I mean, Facebook. I mean, you know, they've they've reached a pinnacle. They're now Meta or whatever they want to go into the metaverse. Um, you know, a lot of people are pulling back from that. And, you know, whenever something trendy would come up, you know, Facebook or somebody else would buy them, you know. And so um, I, I just think that, that there's a lot of uh, expiration date on, on you know, and, and I know it's hard when you got, you know, billions of people that, that are on Facebook. But I, I just think that this there's some problems a little bit with, with some of the marketing. So that's why I'm, I'm just shy of a four. I, I can't say it's going to be a five and be, you know, lights out and everything. Cause it's just, this is a tricky genre, a universe to get into. Of course, everybody's against him. Um, you just don't wake up tomorrow and become Amazon. You know, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a tough go, but he's got the money behind him. Um, I think he's heading in the right direction and, and Trump's had businesses that, that haven't, you know, done so well, you know, I mean, he sold a lot of steaks and then he didn't, he sold a lot of water and then he didn't, you know, he does a lot of different things, you know, and then sometimes they're flashing the pan and, and then nobody's buying Trump ties anymore. So, um, you know, I, but, but I'm, I'm optimistic, you know, we sure need it. There's, there's room for it. There's, um, you know, the, the universe needs something like this for sure, because the, the powers are, are not giving us what we need. And, and that was the exciting thing about the, the, World Wide Web. It was almost like the the Wild West, you know, and it was kind of, and that's why it exploded the way that it did because it was free. You could do things, and some some good, some bad. But the point is, is the, is it created all kinds of different types of technologies, whether it be the cloud. I um, mean, the list goes on and on. You know how we utilize the internet now, and uh, that would not, none of that would have worked if there was all these controls. You know, we look back to how telephones stayed the same way with Ma Bell and everything, and once they broke up, you know, we have all these wonderful technologies with regards to to telephone services. Well, the same thing with the internet. Had it been just controlled you know, by AT&T or by, you know, if it had just been Netscape or something, um, it would have looked totally different than it does today. And that's what they're trying to do. That's what the big people want. So I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic that Donald Trump is going to do well, but, but I'm calling it just shy of a four. Brian. I give it a five plus. I think it's going to be another Rush Limbaugh. The only voice in the universe that allows uh, conservatives unfettered access without getting punished, without getting banned, trans dropped, punished, sent to their room, blackballed. Um, the only thing I'm concerned about is how they're going to, how they're going to handle the swamping by the left of the, just, you know, gobbling up the, the space, the whatever the, how do you, MB, the, the the measurements of but the theory of it is going to be another rush limbaugh it's going to be a voice in the in the wilderness and i read devin nunas uh yesterday today and and he's totally optimistic they've got um they've got the interest and they're working out the bugs skip okay i'm giving it a, a four and i'm probably going to give it a heavy four 
uh, and that I think that it could, uh, with a little bit of extra credit, go to a five. And that uh, the the one thing that I'm 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 glad they take a little bit of their time, and I keep getting messages. Uh, I'm in line to be able to get on, and I just have to wait my turn to. But because they're checking all the people out, make sure their their phone numbers are accurate, that their emails are accurate, that type of thing. Which means that it's going to have some credibility as far as who's on there, uh, where where you just aren't going to have a bunch of bots and stuff getting on there. But uh, the the disappointing thing that I've had with it so far, if there's anything, is that the people that are trying to hijack uh, hijack it as a tagline to raise money, and I'm getting really tired of that. With uh, any any, I, I realize all political parties do it, but I'm I'm about ready to tell the Republicans take a fly and leave because every time I answer something or look at some site to read a story or something they've got, they give me this come on. And then next thing you know, it's I'm just buried and, uh, you know, are you a patriot still? And are you this? And are you that? I know. Uh, we all, oh, and, it's and, they're, and they're using the same site. And I, I've gotten to where I just fall clear to the bottom of the, the thing. And right there it says, you know, um, something about the Republican National Committee or something like that. I'm just getting so tired of those people that they're, they're, they're running me uh, uh, off. It's what they're doing. And so, uh, but I'm hoping this site, uh, the stuff that I've actually gotten from them has been just to, just to, to keep me enthused about it to, uh, and, and it's good information telling me what's happening that, uh, you know, they're, they're taking, you know, they're checking everybody out and that, that my number will come up eventually and I'll be able to get on and, and, you know, be an active member on it, all this kind of thing. So I'm still giving a lot of uh, little, a lot of hope to it. I I'm not as optimistic as as, and I'm I hope you guys are right because I we desperately need it. Um, and I'm just basing it on my own experience trying to get get involved with it, and it's impossible. I mean, it's it, it you, you can't get on it. You can't, and it's it's got to be easy. Or it's not going to work, and um, it, it, it didn't. It doesn't feel like a, a, a successful launch, at least to me. I'm giving it a two. Um, I just, I, I don't, I don't feel really. And it, you know, it's, it's. I, I was hoping because they took so dang long to do it, and and um, yeah, and, and I think a lot of there'll be a lot of people trying to sabotage it and do those kinds of things. So they maybe had to build in some systems for that. And, Gives a lot of thought to that, so it doesn't become taken over by the by the left and destroyed. And and I, you know, they're planning to do that. And and then of course technical problems as well. But um, I, I just uh, I don't know. It's it's um, a lot of saboteurs out there. And thus far, I haven't felt that warm and cuddly feeling about it uh, that I would like. But. We'll see. I hope you guys are right. I like I like the optimism better than I like my thing. All right. Um, let's talk. Speaking of Trump and a lot of Trump tonight, because that's what everybody's talking about. And one of the things with Trump that I've I've noticed, one thing with Trump, he was a genius at getting in the news. He'd fight with Rosie O'Donnell, and that was a big news story. And he used Twitter absolutely brilliantly. And yeah, he was brash, and yeah, he was. He, he, you know, said things that made some people uncomfortable, et cetera, et cetera. But he always got attention and he knew how to use social media and he knew how to play the media and the whole thing. Well, now he doesn't have that. 
he doesn't have a way to beat it through. So when he says things like, boy, that Putin was brilliant the way he did that, he needs to, he needs to, as uh, Victor Davis Hanson said, uh, he needs to, when he says stuff like that, he says, you need to say he's viciously brilliant because he talked about going after uh, the United States when they have weak leadership. And when the timing was right, that this was the window. And he didn't do it during Trump. Now, he did do it during Obama-Biden. He did do it during Bush. Uh, he, he did it during Clinton. But he didn't do it during Trump. And and now he's doing it during Biden. He was the weakest of them all. And uh, and so he was talking about it, this is a brilliant move. He's got the upper hand. He's, he's playing his cards while he can. And... You know, of course, everybody says he's a Putin puppet and he's enabling and he, the Republicans are lauding Putin. I haven't heard that. And in Trump's party, he, we don't need a president. And then Mike Pence piles on. We don't need, you know, a party spokesperson, uh, enabling, you know, cheering on Putin. Well, he wasn't doing that. But he needs to learn how to market his words a bit more carefully because they're going to take him out of context. And he really has no way to get to the folks. He really, in the way that he used to, they've cut him out. It's it's intentional and it's um, it's tough. Well, I guess we'll see if it works. Now, let's have Pence have a rally and see how many people <laughs> come there. Yeah, just saying. Let's have McConnell have a rally, see how many people come there. Trust me on this. Um, the base trusts Trump, and it's not a godlike Zeus no, figure. It's not cult of personality. The guy defends America. I remember the first time I heard Rush, he defended America. Now, the, the theory was back then you had to listen to Rush for, what, six weeks to get him? He had me on day one because he said America's good. I had not heard that. I was in the Vietnam era I was raised in public school in America. I never heard that America was good until 1991 when I was born in 53, whatever, do the math. And uh, I heard a guy <laughs> say that America's good. And prior to that, it was Reagan. Reagan said America's good. Whammo, you had me. Because I'd seen other worlds. They weren't good. And one guy in, in America. So Trump... He's still got the ear of America. He doesn't have to be out there every week, day, month, whatever. We have faith that he's going to remember the first election. First off, he funded Hillary. He was a New York uh, Republican. He was a Democrat. We crossed our fingers because he said three things. I'm going to build the wall. I'm going to get the jobs back and we're going to make America strong again. We crossed our fingers and voted for him. And then the next election, we raised the bar up another 12 million votes, which is almost unheard of. But just saying, we took a chance with him. The second time he had us, guess what? He hasn't changed. So he doesn't have to speak every day. We know that he's there. We know that we we feel his presence. He does speak up on issues here and there. So it's not like he's gone off on some business deal in Abu Dhabi. 
Did you, did you, did you, did you, I know, uh, did you listen to his CPAC speech? Which, you know, you used to carry on Fox, and now that gets some Fox Nation, but it wasn't, they used to carry those speeches. Did you see him on uh, that speech? I did not, but I read about it. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, he um he hasn't he hasn't lost much in his step, you know. And the thing is, is a lot of times when we hear, oh my gosh, here comes Donald Trump. Okay, conspiracy theory. There's going to be six seven dollar gas. Boy, I hope it. That's where it stops. <laughs> I hope it stops at six seven dollars because he was right, and he, he he was right about so many things, you know. Did you hear and, what he, did you hear what he said yesterday? What's this? It, he said, "Do you miss me yet?" <laughs> well, yeah, and, and I'll take a I'll take a wheelbarrow full of mean tweets. I mean, I I I get it. I know sometimes he rubbed me the wrong way, and I'm like, come on! I just wish you wouldn't say that stuff, you know. But um, gosh, you know that if if that's the worst thing is, I mean, at least we had effective policy. Well, yeah, like it, when he talked about Carly Theory in his face. I mean, I oh, don't uh, do that. You know, that I, yeah. Wouldn't call her, you know, horse's face or something. Hey, you know, hey, it, hey! But has he said anything stupid in the last several weeks? If Putin was brilliant. Well, yeah, you know. Oh, that was say. years ago. No, no, no that was no, that, that was, was this. This was about yeah, Ukraine. You do, you do have to watch. Well, how he was brilliant. Things. Yeah, you have to watch how you say things like that. I got a little bit of trouble from some people when. Uh, 9-11 happened because I was looking at it from an intelligence perspective and I said, well, the intelligence that we gathered was a failure. We missed a lot of things and people were sleeping. But I said, what a brilliant plan. They took things that, uh, they, I mean, they, they took whole nation hostage with box cutters. I said, they used something that, that was undetectable. Uh, they'd let them on the plane lift. Uh, they got on, you know, they, they had this thing all the time. They, they picked their, their teams well, all this kind of thing. I'm looking at it strictly from an operational type of, of function, whether it hurt us or, or not. And, uh, boy, people didn't, didn't like that at all. You know, and I, and I was trying to explain to him, I'm st- strictly looking at it as an operation. I'm not looking at it whether, whether it was right or wrong. It totally was wrong. And I think all the guys should be hung and all kinds of things like that. If there was any of them left or anybody who's connected with it. And it was a horrible, horrible, event that will go down in history as the most horrible thing that, that happened in the United States. But nobody wants to hear that. They just want to hear that I, that I said that it was a brilliant plan. Or it was yeah, a, you, 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 let's finish off about, about, about Trump real quick. You know, I mean, today I listened to um, Mike Pence on with uh, Maria Bartiroma. And, um, oh my gosh, how terrible that, I mean, you know, yes, Mike Pence says all the right things at all the right time with just the perfect cadence. And, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, I don't want it. Oh my gosh. It's awful. Please. Okay, fine. I want wheelbarrows of mean tweets. I'll take it all. It is so refreshing. Please stand outside of the helicopter when nobody can hear anything and yell at people how they're fake news. Please. I want it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And, uh, and you know what? CNN wants it too. Cause they make a lot of money off of that sort of thing. But you know, um, I, I just don't know that we have, have room anymore for people to sit there and, and ramble, whether it be the McConnell's or even, even Mike Pence. I mean, and I, I just, I, I, like I said, I, you know, if you're a used car salesman with good ideas, we're listening. <laughs> yeah. You know, you look, you look down in Florida and uh, the 
here's the governor of Florida who's kind of emulating Trump. Yeah. Well, uh, he doesn't let anybody think goes. And look who's the most popular candidate right behind Trump, you know. So, yeah, and, and, he, and, the, and the media certainly hates him. So yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, so, it's, but he stands it's, right up to the media, too. No, he he's... They're fake. And, you know, he just had a news conference this afternoon and just jumped right square in their Sierra. No, I, I agree with you about that. He, DeSantis does not yeah. stick his foot in his mouth. No, he's, he, he's got he's but got he a... He, but he, he also does yeah. what he says he's going to do. And I think that's the thing. I, I was talking to some, some people, these big Trump supporters, big backers, watched every rally, voted, worked hard. Did it. And she's saying, well, you know, my husband thinks maybe, you know, he li- he likes Trump, but, you know, he really doesn't want him back in there because he's just he's just so controversial. And, he, and he's so divisive. He's so divisive. That word. And I said, I said, that's because. Well, what are you two talking about? He fights for us. He's the only thing. Who's going to go in there and fight for what we believe in? I think and Biden is divisive. I do too. He's horribly divisive. I, I just, I came up with marketing narrative that's all going to make make us all millions of dollars. I think we <laughs> ought to take this show and we'll we'll sponsor it. We'll be our own sponsors, and we'll have a little bottle we send out with pills in it, and you take these pills so you grow a pair. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, it, it, and we will call it uh, what, what's that with that one? They 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 balance of nature or something. Uh, but we'll put it in the form of a blue pill. Okay, okay, okay. Well, the time is always running out. We have got these witch hunts going on in New York uh, to, to uh, prosecute Trump. One was dropped. Uh, after it did its purpose, it it it, it uh, uh, took it drew a lot of blog. Uh, but there's one left, the, the super daddy of them all. It's going to go after uh, and and prosecute Trump. Everything is timed. The bar booked. It, it, it. One thing about this whole thing, January sixth, uh, one of the one of the people, the first one was convicted today by a jury. And that's not getting that much play either. Normally, that would be four or five days of banner headlines. So this whole Ukraine thing is sucking everything up. But um, are they going to get Trump? No, no. Uh, he's he, you know he's got uh, so much money for high power attorneys, and he's he's super insulated. I mean, I, I just don't know how you're going to say that that he personally did anything. I mean, you know they have to tweak it. The problem is the people who are prosecuting them. You know. They're in violation of things because they said before that these are elected officials and they said, you know, part of their electoral process. They're like, hey, elect me because I literally just want to go. I don't know what I'm going after him for. I'm not privy to any information because I'm not an elected official. However, if I ever am elected, I'm just going to go after Trump because it's well, Trump. I mean, come on. I mean, so even if there is some sort of a conviction of some sort, it'll always it would be completely appealed. This would go completely up to the Supreme Court. You know, you can't go after presidents or ex-presidents. For I mean, this is something that is is old as America that you just don't go after the, the previous party for these sorts of things. And, and if there's precedence is set, boy, uh, good luck, because we're going to come after Obama and, and Biden, of course, or well, whoever else. The, but the basic thing that they, they're going in this particular case, that he lied about his value of his assets in his business and to, to get loans and to get much bigger loans than he would have been entitled to if he got the truth. Well, the people that loan that kind of money to people, we're talking millions and millions of dollars, 
they investigate their value. They don't just take it as at, at their, what they say. They they have people that investigate that, evaluate the, uh, and he sure got a lot of loans. So, so it seems to me that that's as much their uh, problem. If they were loaning money for he, to him, he wasn't president or anything. If they were loaning money to him that he wasn't really had the capacity to pay back. That that's their problem. And if he yeah. and if he lied, they'd find out about it. Just, just Gene, he didn't default on those loans. He didn't default on them. They got their money. Their valuation. Yeah. I mean, you know. So they kept I mean, not only money. that, he's got. Well, plus he's got accountants. Okay, so so is, say say he said something was worth five billion, and let's pretend it's worth four billion. Okay, did his people lie to him? Did the other valuations? These things, you know, when you when he, we're talking about these kinds of numbers, I mean, we talked about Elon Musk earlier. I mean, he probably goes up and down five billion a day in in net worth. I mean, uh, this is all semantics, like you said. They they didn't have they weren't forced to give him loans. They could have just said, no, we're not loaning you the money. Could have been just like that, you know. Well, the case that was dropped yeah. recently, they, the person they had that was their star witness was Michael Cohen. Now, his veracity is a, a little bit dubious. A, a convicted liar. Convicted yeah. liar. Well, yeah, not only that, but he probably had little or nothing to do with the financial side of Trump. Oh, I'm sure he had very little disbarred. to do with his business. Yeah, yeah. Dis- disbarred in shame. In shame, disbarred. But but just like just like you guys are saying, you know, uh, like I, I'm looking at it from the other side. Okay, uh, I know this kind of things goes on, and it, it's like uh, having a little bit of a real estate background too. Is uh, what's the value of something? Well, the real value of something is what somebody's willing to sell it for and what somebody's willing to pay for it. And so uh, you, there is a little bit of wag room in there. But I'm just sitting there going, uh, if if you found out if they were to convict Trump of this, then you go back and you start looking at who's lending the money. And if you're a stockholder of that business, are you going to want to be a stockholder of that business for very long? So are, are these guys really that incompetent? Because the Trump paid it back. The next guys that they lend it to, maybe they won't be able to. And then I've got a problem with my money's at risk now. You know, so so that's the way uh, it can be played. Also, I just think that uh, when you're when you're talking about values of property, uh, there's it. Even an appraisal is the best guess effort, and uh, I mean you have ways to, to make a better guess than other guess, but but it's still um, you know let's look at a replacement building replacement cost you know, and let's face it the buildings that he had built he, Hillary, if they were a building replacement cost it would have been more. Hillary Clinton sold uranium to the Russians and yeah. and, and deletes the tweets and you know and and strips her entire as a government worker and she gets away with it and nobody's prosecuting her she never gets prosecuted for anything it's it's it's, it's real frustrating All right, well, the Cuomo topic has a shelf life they're, they're always going to be around unfortunately um and we can talk about it next time real quickly uh you got any predictions or duds or studs should we let Brian go? Oh. Brian. Well, I predict that Ukraine is going to be the Afghanistan of the USSR. They're going to fight, 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 lose, 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 spend all their money, and then the entire country is going to collapse. Uh, <clears throat> also, you know what that means, Brian? A victory lap for Biden. Oh, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> hey, reality, no, 
No, reality and truth and common sense will endure despite McConnell. Um, so I've got, there. there's some good news out there. Um, believe it or not, the first time ever there is a Hispanic conservative, and I forget if it's a TV station or a, or a talk show, radio station, first time ever conservative Hispanic. That's the Trump effect. And also Pfizer has announced that they finally crawled this, they pried this out of the CDC. 1,291 side effects for what uh, they call the clot shot. <laughs> oh, and another thing. Um, there's a guy that invented the 1776 project, and he's a school board guy, and he's involved across America getting conservatives elected to school boards. And there's a, little, uh, there's a pack called the little pack that could. And he's got a Trump-style uh, success rate. I know there's only a minute left. I'm done. I got more. But okay, I'm, I'm going to go with two real quick ones because they're going to go with it. Uh, first off, there's going to be a, a, a backlash against the Biden administration like you've never seen before within the next 90 days. And then number two, this is going to go right to what I wanted to tell you, Jane. Hillary Clinton is going to be indicted probably before the end of the year. If there is a God, absolutely, uh, and there is. Jane, uh, and I thought uh, I was the optimist. <laughs> um, uh, a stat I got: um, uh, Project Veritas continues to do good work. They're working on the January sixth situation. Um, you know, a stud is this uh, Bryce Mitchell, uh, yeah, U- yeah, UFC fighter, um, who says it says it like it is. Uh, a smart young man. Um, I, I thought Brian would, would take it, but uh, certainly a dud. Um, Mitch McConnell wants $14 billion. Uh, of course, we're going to borrow from the Chinese or just print the money so we can give it to Ukrainians. We don't have any money for our border, but we got a uh, $14 billionaire over there. And uh, a, a big dud. Um, anybody that thinks, just like you mentioned earlier in the show, Jane, uh, we didn't get enough time, to, I think, to spend on it. These time flies on your show. Um, this idea of uh, Poland putting in fighter planes. Um, Poland is NATO. I don't care which NATO country you are. It's a real stupid idea to put those planes in your I pilots. The Russian ones, that, uh, that's a real dumb idea. It really is. I mean, well, I hey, 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 I'm sorry. It's time to call Russia's bluff. I think that Trump bankrupted them so bad for four years, they didn't have enough money to train their own pilots to fly their jets. I think we call their bluff and go in. No, you got a madman with Putin on the other side. I, I don't want to, I don't, I, as much as I, I don't, I, I like to win. I, I just don't like this. <laughs> it's really bad. I just don't, me, I'm choking over here. Uh, I, I'll give a, a, a good note because I've been negative. Uh, there's some, uh, there's a lot of U.S. veterans uh, uh, going uh, over to, uh, to help. Over in Ukraine, and not just not just fight. Some of them are there to fight, but uh, some of them are there to help the the people and and you know get them food and do some wonderful things. And and um, it's it veterans are good people. And and I, 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 yeah, yeah, it. But it's pretty cool. I mean, it's it, and it's happening from not just the United States. I I'm I think it's a 
It's, it's reassuring. Those poor people. I mean, what they're going through is so outrageously unfair and wrong. It just really is wrong and and stuff. But uh, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you to uh, to Brian Dirks, to Skip the Man of the People, Aaron Stevens. I'm Jane Carroll, and Dave Bourne produced the show. Thank you, Dave. And uh, that's a wrap for tonight. Good night, everybody. Stay safe. The Jane Carroll Show is live Mondays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, and available anytime on your favorite apps and at the thejanecarrollshow.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.